One Nation Under Pod is brought to you by Oven Lovin'. How many times has this happened to you? You've tried to make your favorite casserole, pot roast, baked wontons, or any number of roasted vegetable dishes, and it makes an enormous mess in your oven. The, the grease from the chicken leaks onto the walls. Uh, uh, spray from the, the butternut squash ratchets onto the sides. Your, your Brussels sprouts explode one by one. Your, your, your baked celery melts into an unscrapable gash on the bottom of your oven. How many times has this happened to you where your roasted garlic descends into a molten-ness magma that you need to, to, to carefully extract from the oven where your, uh, your, your, your chocolate ganache flows out, out the oven onto your floor, making the kitchen unusable for days. How many times has this happened to you? That's where Oven Lovin' comes in. Oven Lovin' uses a patented chemical solvent to take out any stain, gash, or permanent chemical de-rendering of your oven. Now, I've been using this for a couple weeks, and I gotta say, I ruin my oven roughly three to four times a day. And Oven Lovin' has been able to save me 65% of the times in these disasters. And and what about you, Ryan? Have you been using Oven Lovin'? Oh, I have been saved a good 68% of the time. Just the other day, I was making an apple pie and I forgot to put the top crust on. And of course it exploded in my oven as a pie does. I throw some Oven Lovin' in there, Per the directions on the bottle, my wife and I vacate the house for two to four hours to be safe, opened up every window before we left, put a towel over the fish tank, and covered up all the plants. When we came back, not a trace of apple was left inside my oven. In fact, I had to re-enamel the interior of the oven. That's how strong oven leaven is. I mean, I was trying to bake a soup recently, and it just erupted out of each of the stoves one by one, like a scene from Fantasia. And Oven Lovin' was able to to weld most of the metal back together again. And within eight months, that kitchen was usable and I was making me and my family the best baked soup you've ever had. So if you need to, if you need to go out and save your oven, get some Oven Lovin', go to ovenlovin.com and make sure to use the code Oh, Francis, sorry to interrupt. Before we get to the code, we are required legally to say that oven coven may ca- oven oven loven, excuse me, may cause paralysis, urinalysis, dialysis, and periostaltis. Yes. Yes, but I say that it's worth it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely worth, worth it. It so may also to- cause a super clean oven. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. It may cause a saved dinner. That's what's gonna cause. <laughs> so go to ovenloven.com, make sure to put in the code. America. That's psh- America. That's going to be, I can't count from here, but it looks like roughly 12 to 15 S's, mm-hmm. I would say. And, may, and unfortunately, they do need to be the exact number of S's. So you put in, just keep trying. Try 13 S's, try 14 S's, try 15 S's, and uh, just keep trying until you get that 20% off at checkout. And here's the show. Welcome, welcome to One Nation Under Pod. I'm Francis Ford Coppola. 
I'm Ryan Fefferman. And I think this could be a pretty short podcast because I don't really think yeah. anything's really happened in politics <laughs> this week. Not much to talk about. Not this much. Week. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a second. The conventions. Oh, my God. Oh, the conventions. my gosh. The conventions. Oh. It's like report all my report card days put in one. That's how exciting <laughs> convention day is, I have to say. Oh, and it was it was a triarchy of conventions last night. We had the Rock Party having their convention. Then we had the Scissors Party. Then the Paper Party. All announcing, prou- well, proudly is proudly the right word for the Rock uh, Party. They were uh, certainly announcing loudly. Well, I would say. Yes, they were. Lo- you know, they were announcing their candidates for president. Yeah. Um, why, don't, why don't we start with the most excited party, which I think was the Scissors Party, who is pretty darn pleased about Kaylee. Girl boss, I have rarely seen such energy behind a nomination other, of course, uh, than the Democrats in 1979 when they nominated a sentient energy field who literally electrified the entire convention stadium. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, Proto-Omni. 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 Proto-Omni, the energy field, which sadly came right at the time of Iran-Contra. So, which took down, I was hoping for a lot from Proto-Omni, but it just could not get out of the clutches of Oliver North. Uh, Literally, Oliver North's hands were sucked into the energy, and he has not been able to extract himself since. Um, But Kaylee, Kaylee, if you're listening, don't make the same mistake. Don't Don't make the same mistake that Proto-Omni did, or Oliver North did, for that matter. Yeah, actually, don't make either of these mistakes. Yeah, so, but right now, all I'm seeing is the energy of that convention. People coming in excited about curly girl boss excited about what she's going to be able to do for birds and for recess um and she comes out and announces an all female cabinet never been done never been done um eisenhower came close Mm -hmm. eisenhower came close until he of course nominated uh, uh douglas MacArthur for was it secretary of agriculture right but um also, also at the top of the ticket, uh, Girl Boss has picked a female VP, Anna Smith, friend Anna of the pod, Smith, friend of the friend pod. Of the well, pod. Uh, the friend of the we pod, had an amazing, me. amazing episode with her, which uh, will never be heard. No, no, no. I mean, I, I think we, we 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 kind of solved the healthcare in that episode, but oh, no, yeah. it's and it's transportation. Not uh, but anyway, Girl Boss apparently not concerned about the uh, the rumors, if you will, swirling around about uh, Anna Smith wanting to get on a ticket just so she can, quote unquote, assassinate uh, whoever's at the top of the ticket and take their place. Uh, I'm not concerned about it either. In fact, I don't think the rumor even bears repeating. No, I mean, honestly, I see this as a as a power move. It's like it's like a Bill Clinton triangulation move. In fact, it reminds me a lot of when Bill Clinton picked Richard Nixon as his running mate. It's like uh-huh. you don't you don't even think about stabbing me in the back because I'm already stabbing you in the front with a hug. Ooh. Oh, God, the front stab. The front stab. Carl Bass with the front stab directly into Anna Smith's front. Front. Yes. And uh, and that's that's a power move. That's a respect move. Absolutely. And so I think that's going to be a strong partnership. I, you know, I think at first we're going to see Anna Smith start to, to, to wriggle away there and, 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 and see what she can get. But it's the, the positive energy is just flowing. Right. You can't really escape it. I feel like Anna is just going to get sucked into Girlboss's orbit of positivity. She's going to be – I mean she's already so all-American that all she really needs to do is just add a big boost of positivity to a her big, And a big boost of America her. with Anna Smith. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, this might be the most all-American ticket in presidential history. Absolutely. As you know, every single presidential ticket has included at least one foreign-born candidate, mm-hmm. as as is directed by the Constitution, Absolutely. as is required. As, as is required, right? Yes. This is this is America, and then some. Yes. As was the original tagline. <sighs> Speaking of then some, the paper party had quite a night as well, where they had a lovely series of hellos from all fifty states and the District of Columbia. And I guess a big middle finger to Guam and Puerto Rico. And Samoa, the Virgin Islands. And this Uh is just, I mean, they've been states now for 20 years. Right. And it's it's just like, I I, I blame the map makers. Honestly, I blame the map makers for not being able to find extra space. It's been ruining their political prospects. Uh And so uh, I think that put kind of a damper on the evening. Although I think it turned around because... uh, the the cream family snatching another rock party candidate with uh-huh. Pac as their VP as their collective VP. I think she will be a moderating force, as we've seen. Friends of the pod, the cream family, uh, they have a little trouble getting along with each other, despite the fact that they are all running simultaneously as a single ticket. I think Pac is actually able to get along with each one of them better than they are able to get along with each other. Kind of like how Ringo was the only Beatle to appear on all of uh, everybody else's solo albums. Absolutely. She is the Ringo of the Cream family, if you will. Absolutely. And uh, I I, I think like Ringo, she is going to transcend everyone else, both in talent and respect. Absolutely. And that's dangerous. You know, I think the cream family has got to be careful there because, you know, it just reminds me of of when uh, all four Carters ran in 84. Uh And of course, they brought in who Henry Winkler on their ticket and that that he just kind of started to grow and outshine the Carter family, which led to the eight year Henry Winkler administration. I mean, no one even I mean, remembers that the Carters started in that. Exactly. Platform, so and his administration did some great things, but that's not really the point. The point is that he was supposed to be in the background, right? The VP is not supposed to overshadow the president themselves. And yet I think we've got a real uh, a real danger of that here with Pac the giant killer, as she's become known in some circles, uh, uh, insinuating herself and integrating herself into the cream family, whereas now it's sort of the cream family plus Pac. Richard Cream Jr., I got a question for you. Do you see yourself as a giant? Ooh. Just putting it out there. Just mm. putting it out there. Uh, and then finally, we have the Rock Party Convention, Oof. which included today's guest, Alligator Cowboy, uh-huh. um, which was a little odd, and, and Pac as well. Two people who have, well, uh, Alligator Cowboy is hoping to become Secretary of Defense, uh-huh. uh, of course, with nobody, the candidate, and Pac had already jumped ship, but pretty bold, still showing up for the convention. Is anyone actually left in the rock party besides nobody themselves? No, they lost Anna Smith. They've lost, yeah, they've lost her. They, I'm not sure. Um, Francis, it makes me wonder if this maybe wasn't their plan all along. Come into the party, usurp the vote, if you will. As we all remember, there were some shenanigans of course uh, uh around the the primary I mean, the are they shenanigans primary. i mean come on it's, it's all in the past so nobody's 
did some vote stuffing and right. altered the results of the election. Like, come on, we're, 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 we're past that news cycle now. Let's move on. Fair point. Fair point. OK, so they move into the party. They they take over the majority of the vote and then they don't seem to be fighting at all to keep any of the other candidates from that party still on their side. They haven't reached out to any of them about being a VP or being in their cabinet thus far. Fairly uh, isolating for a collective. Yeah. I mean, this reminds me of, of when we had the, uh, what was it? The, the nouveau federalist party, Uh which obviously came up uh, the the wake of world war two had a lot of big names in it. And it slowly got sucked away as candidates started leaving to join other tickets and nothing was left until it turned into the Amway company. Like it's just, is that what you want rock party? Do you want to descend and become a pyramid scheme or do you want to be a political party? Nobody. If you're listening, come on the pod tell us what the plan is. Yeah. Because we could be useful, you know? Yeah. They probably are listening through our computers right now as we record. Oh, that's, you know, we got to get on that technology, get get some more ads in here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what a crazy night. A lot to think about, a lot to wonder about the future of the Rock Party, certainly the future of Girlbouse and Smith and the future of the Cream Party and their new best bud, Pac. So before we move on, I got to ask you, Ryan, what was one of your favorite moments when we were doing the conventions for Carrie O'Connor? Oh, man, (laughs) I tell you, there was a moment when he came up to me backstage and he, he put his arms on my shoulders and he sort of nudged me to the side. I think he needed to talk to either you or it was one of the interns. He needed a bottle of water. But for a brief moment, we made eye contact and I could feel the energy coming out of this man, just just pouring off of him. And it, it, it lit me up. It reminded me why I got into politics in the first place, just to be just to be in the orbit of someone that inspiring and that sweaty and that energetic moments before they could go on stage. And the fact that a man like that would come and make eye contact with me and touch me briefly, that spark has kept me going for the next 20 years. You know, it it reminds me of a moment I once had with him where he came up to me, he was walking across the backstage area and he had to move some kind of chair or or small lamp post out of the way. I think he shoved (laughs) it. Sounds like him. It fell over. And started crying, I think. Anyway, he came up to me and he said, this speech was brilliant. You're amazing. I want you to go take my Laguna Beach house for the week. And it was that kind of generosity that was just, it, it filled me with his grace. Every every moment I was working with him. I loved it. I loved it. Pretty similar that, experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that Laguna Beach yes. week is one of the best of my life. I mean, I, you know, me and the rest of the guys on the team went out there and it was, Wait, it was whole, pretty crazy. The whole team went with you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. The whole re-election team, right down to the caterers. Anyway, we have a great, great interview today. We've got Alligator Cowboy here on the pod, and you'll be hearing all that right after this. <laughs> Hey, Francis. Hey, Ryan. Have you ever been on a Zoom call? (laughs) Have I ever? My God, it feels like it's my entire day. Exactly. Haven't you ever wished that there was a way you could get out of a Zoom call that you were already on? Well, let me tell you about ZoomOut.com. 
zoomout.com. Zoomout.com is a service that you load up in your web browser. It detects when you're on a Zoom call and approximately 20% of your way through the call, it will randomly begin making emergency noises through your computer speakers so that you have a reason to leave. It can make a baby crying sound. It can make the sound of your loved ones on fire, a SWAT team at the door. It will reference you by name as though the police are speaking through a bullhorn demanding that you release the hostages now. Zoomout.com is the only way to gracefully exit a Zoom call that you don't want to be on without causing offense or insult to your friends and loved ones. Now, Francis, you've been using it for a little while. What was your best Zoomout.com experience so far? Oh my God, earlier this week, uh, I was on a call to settle the uh, last will and testament of my dead parents. And it was just the most boring, like who's getting the tea set, who's getting the china, who's gonna have access to the guest house. I just didn't fest. Snooze fest. So I put in a little text and I gotta say, I paid for the uh, platinum package, which allows you to pre-record you doing certain things that would get you out of the call, such as um, spilling soup on yourself, uh, having a small fire on your arm, having a seizure. And so you can set these as your background. So pretty soon all my family saw was me having some kind of contusion and falling on the ground and then boom. I'm out of the call. That's amazing. Now, of course, at the double platinum tier, you can also get video filters where you can actually look like you are on fire during the call. And for the triple platinum tier, so hold on, your so computer so sure. will so shoot you're, you're on fire, but staying on the call, of course. Well, as the fire grows, of course, it is incumbent upon you to mm. then get up and leave the call. You don't have to leave. If you want to use zoomout.com to make it look like you're on fire, but you're so committed to that call that you're going to stick through it anyway, well, that's just fine. Unless, of course, you have the triple platinum tier, in which case actual flames will shoot out of your computer at your face. Talk about an easy way out of a call. That's commitment. Absolutely. Folks, if you want to be surrounded by locusts, shot down by the police, or literally on fire, check out zoomout.com and enter offer code Now, you may not have heard that, but I thought the offer code in my head, which is the same way that you will need to transmit it into their website. So once again, that offer code is. That should be be Siri enabled, I think. Absolutely. uh, Through through thought transfer. So Alexa, uh, Google Home, any of the any of the better smart devices should be able to parse my 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 thought waves just then. Again, don't actually type it in or you might set yourself on fire. And I'll see see you at zoomout.com. Hello and welcome back to the pod. We are here with former candidate and maybe future Secretary of Defense, Alligator Cowboy. Alligator, welcome to the pod. Howdy, y'all. Thank you for having me. Now, this is, of course, Alligator's translator, Perry Cactusbush speaking. Perry, also welcome to the pod, of course. Oh, oh, uh, thank you very much. So, uh, Alligator, this has been... Uh, is, is it even fair to say roller coaster at this point? I feel like it's been like like, like a like a comet streaking through the political landscape of your campaign here that's landed you here now, still remaining in the Rock Party. So, you, uh, how does that feel after seeing so many of your fellow rockers 
uh, leave for other campaigns? Well, uh, as you know, I am both an alligator and a cowboy. Uh, therefore, I, I cannot really uh, relate to your roller coaster analogy, considering mm -hmm. since I am an alligator, uh, I cannot ride a roller coaster. Uh, but oh. it has been a tumultuous time, uh, so to speak. <clears throat> what do alligators do for uh, thrill seeking entertainment if they can't ride roller coasters? Uh, well, sir, uh, we uh, do a variety of different things. Uh, we like to swim. We like to prey on our uh, unsuspecting prey in the uh, in the mm -hmm. water, with our mm -hmm. snouts uh, just just uh, barely above the the, the water. And um, well, uh, we like to swim pretty fast. We like to we like to eat raw chicken. Also, uh, <laughs> I like to rustle cattle because I am also a cowboy. Absolutely, of course you are. Alligator, on the, uh, I won't say wild roller coaster ride, I will say on the uh, raw chicken swim that was this campaign, what stands out for you as a, as a top moment? Mm. Well, I'd like to say that uh, the entire thing has been a very positive experience. Uh, I learned a lot. This is, of course, my first time as a politician. Normally, I'm catching a ride on the wind in order to stop bandits, save school moms, and then bed with school moms after that so <laughs> oh oh man what pod after hours am i right <laughs> you, you should join correct, us on our our blue pod later on <laughs> that uh, is right if anyone wants to join we are doing our live pod this evening at 11 o'clock at night like we do every night to talk mm -hmm. about politics when it gets a little racy gary hart kind of stuff you know what i'm talking about <laughs> anyway so uh alligator i'm so sorry can i call you alligator Oh, please, please. Uh, although my friends do call me AC. Oh, well, oh. if you don't mind, AC. <laughs> what would you say was a low moment for you in this campaign? Well, if, if and I could uh, think of a low moment, it could probably be the fact that most of my party members uh, jumped ship, so to speak, or jumped fanboat, uh, if you were to use a, an alligator expression. You uh -huh. see... Uh, the thing about the Rock Party and, and what the Rock Party is built on is, uh, is stability, you see. Uh, alligators, of course, are descended from dinosaurs, and they've been here, well, almost as long as rocks. So you huh. could see that anybody who claims to be part of the stable Rock Party, jumping ship, uh, well, doesn't, uh, doesn't really uh, jostle, uh, jostle the water around me, so to speak, uh, as much as uh, it, it ought to. It's a good point. I mean, you never see alligators using either paper or scissors. At no, least it's true. I haven't. Uh, would you say that uh, seeing your your fellow candidates abandoning your party is a is a lower moment for you even than coming in third from last in the party primary? Well, I'd like to be clear. No matter where I end up standing at the uh, at the end of the day, uh, it was third from for third from last. Yes, it, we, no, no matter where I end up being, uh -huh. the fact third that from matter, the bottom remains i am an alligator who is also a cowboy i have cowboy duties i will always have a sense of justice underneath my belt and my holster i will always be there for the people even if i'm not there running the country as i should as you both know over the last however many hundred years this country has been around reptilians and humans cowboys alike and regular folk alike have run this country but never a cowboy plus a reptilian. So, of course, I figured I'd throw my hat into the ring, so to speak, and uh, 
And even though, even though I, I will not be I just, at the just very a quick end. correction, Reagan was amphibious. So uh-huh. I just want to point that out that he's close. But yes, you would definitely be the first. I just want to make sure our listeners know that. Well, I was referring to Calvin Coolidge. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, of course. Who was, of course, a bird. Yes. Yes, very, very close descendants of rept- reptilians, of course. As you know, birds are our, our close cousins. Yes. What would you say, AC, about your – what was it about your platform that you think failed to connect with voters? Was it too much alligator, too much cowboy, not enough alligator, some combination? I'll be honest with you. It's probably the fact that I don't like to posture too much. Uh, mm. A lot of folks got a lot of media out there, but I was just running on the fact that I am a legend. I am an alligator who is also a cowboy. I shouldn't exist, but I do. I thought that uh, maybe – Maybe that could just be what I coasted on. But unfortunately, I don't think the people are ready for an alligator cowboy president. No, sir. However, I do wish my, uh, my former opponents luck, as uh, it appears that I, if nobody ends up winning this whole, uh, this whole shebang, I will be Secretary of Defense. And there ain't nothing better to have on the Secretary of Defense than a candidate with an armored hide, scales and such. Mm. Absolutely. And and do you want to give our listeners a little bit of a taste of what you want to bring to that position? Like, like, let's say you're there in the safe room in the Pentagon and word comes that Scotland is invading again. So how how are you going to handle something like that? Well, first I would do, I'd tell all the women to get all their children inside their mouths where they'd be safe. That's the very first thing I do. Second, I would say to the to our army, our armed forces, wait in the water, wait for the enemy to strike. When they come within two feet of you, that's when you pounce. And you, you and what you do is you use your three thousand psi jaws, and you just bring them down into the water, and and that's the end of Scotland. Is he? However, what would you do? How would you respond if the Scots were to run in a zigzag pattern? Oh, serpentine. That's a, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. I uh, haven't really figured a way around that one, at least not as an alligator. But as a cowboy, well, that's why I can ride a horse, you see. Horses can run any which way they want to. So uh, I guess my, uh, my solution for that would be to give everybody a horse. I mean, all right, folks, you heard it here. Getting uh, work those jaws and a horse in every garage. Fascinating vision from a potential future secretary of defense for America. Let's say nobody doesn't win. What will be next for you? Is there any romance, for example, in your future? We saw some sparks fly with you and a certain pineapple candidate. Oh, is there anything there? Well, uh, was that, uh, that, that was the pine. Yeah, was that the pineapple we were referring to? Yes. 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 I'm sorry, checking my notes the, here. Yes. yes, the pineapple was pineapple. pineapple. Well, I'd, uh, <laughs> I do get around. I do have over 150 children. I don't tie myself down. It's not the cowboy way. If I tied myself down, wouldn't be much of a cowboy now, would I? Um, I don't think that you would. No. I mean, I have got oh, a few my. gals back home. School moms, mostly. I love it when they put on those little glasses. And, of course, I get a lot of satisfaction from saving the children. 
puts me in Saving good standing them. with the fo- with the uh, townsfolk. Saving them from oh bandits, oh bandits, course, uh, you know, gamblers, uh, rustlers, what have uh-huh. you. Uh-huh. Certainly a, a big criminal element in the the more rural areas. Oh yeah, fascinating. That's uh, what we call the wild wild west, the Velt, so to speak. Uh huh. Uh huh. Are you familiar well, with the Wild West? Have you ever been? <laughs> I, uh, I I wasn't invited when uh, when when uh, Carrie O'Connor took the. Yes, we went on a we went a rustling before. simulation. Uh, Carrie O'Connor took us on that. We was in mid Kansas. Uh, let's say sounded great. It was within Kansas City, but there was a small, um, I think it was a former convention center that they built out into some pretty beautiful suites. And in the middle, you could do some rustling. They had a big dirt area. But Kerry O'Connor took everyone who worked on his third campaign out there for just a really magical evening where we rustled some cattle and finished it up with some Mai Tais. I, uh, mm. I stayed back at the hotel working on, on some notes for the candidate for a media appearance uh, the next morning, which was canceled. Anyway... Looks like we're getting to the end of our time here with UAC. Uh, what do you think, Francis? Is it time for five questions? I think it's always time for five questions Woo! when we've had a candidate, even if they're a former candidate. Absolutely. Uh, AC, if you're familiar with the show, you, of course, know this is the portion of the show where we ask you five lightning questions that we have asked every guest we've ever had. Are you ready? Five uh, questions. I, w- I, right, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be ready if I wasn't a cowboy or an alligator. Absolutely correct. Perfectly tracks. Question number one. What does our country need the most right now? And why is it DC statehood? Well, uh, let's be honest. If we had DC statehood, it'd be another state. And mm. that means more people getting their voices out there. If there's anything I'll get a cowboys for, it's for representation of all creatures and creeds. That is one of the straightest shot answers I think we've had. Good, good thing you're a cowboy. Certainly classic, shows in your answers. Classic cowboy. Next yeah. up, AC, you just got a blank check from Congress to spend on one program. What is it? Hmm. Well, if I could spend uh, spend it on any program, huh? Well, that would probably be uh, heat lamps, heat lamps, uh, heat lamps in every home. That's. That'd be good, right? I mean, plenty of cold-blooded creatures in this country that need those heat lamps all year round. Mm. Let me tell you, winter can be pretty harsh, especially up here in Washington. Of course, I can travel wherever and whenever on my steed, so it's no use to me. But, you know, we have alligators who live here in Washington, D.C., at the National Zoo, and they need heat lamps. And I I feel like you humans need heat lamps, too. Hell, mm. Perry Cactus Bush, who's speaking for me right now, he doesn't have a heat lamp, and he could probably buy one. But it's just like health insurance—you know, you don't you don't know you need it until you need it. I have three heat lamps in my Petworth condo. It's been a life changer. I love the idea of your individual mandate for heat lamps. All right, next question. Assuming you were once again a presidential candidate, if you could have anyone from history on your cabinet. Who would it be? Anyone from history on my cabinet? Hmm. Probably Robert Redford. And the reason I say this is because he played both a cowboy and a politician. Well, not a politician. I mean, I think at one point he did. 
but he played oh. Bob Woodward, and that's uh, that's pretty close to politicians. I feel like he knows DC inside and out. He also knows how to be a cowboy. I could give him the alligator lessons, of course. Also, he's a very handsome man, Robert Redford. You ever seen that guy's chin? Also, his hair, pretty real. <laughs> Absolutely. Didn't he also play the candidate in the movie The Candidate? Yes, he did. All right. Uh, Francis, yes, I would, yes. <laughs> and, of course, he played an alligator in The Sting. Of course. Little known fact. Little known fact, that character was intended to be an alligator. Wow, you must have uh, watched the DVD commentary. Missed out on that one. Looks like I made the correct choice. (laughs) I listened to the four-hour Criterion Collection commentary on that movie, and it was buried at the end. Totally worth it. All right, next up. Next question. Jordan, Kobe, or LeBron? Uh, Well, I just finished the last dance. Um, Very good. I was a Bulls fan way back when. Also known for wrestling bulls. Therefore, Michael Jordan. Also, I too have a gambling problem, so I can relate. Oh, wow. What's your game? What's your poison? Ooh, draw poker. You ever see the movie Maverick? (laughs) I have a criterion for that as well. Wasn't Robert Redford in that? Uh, Robert Redford was not in that. That is a uh, Mel Gibson joint. (laughs) But it's all about drop poker. One of my favorites. Well, speaking of favorites, as this is October, what is your favorite horror movie? Ooh, well, uh, I'd have to go with uh, Lake Placid. <laughs> my cousin Barry is in that. You see, he's a he's a crocodile. You see, not an alligator. Oh. And uh, you know, you, he you actually wouldn't... shows up. He shows up in the Sting commentary because uh, he was he was back set. He's one of Redford's old buddies. Oh, no fooling. I wish he had told yeah. me. That's oh, yeah. uh, I'll have to ream him out later for that one. Give him a big old <laughs> bite on the tail. Hollywood <laughs> types. Uh, well, AC, thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, before we close out, are there any plugs you want to plug? Oh, yes. I, I'd like to plug. Uh, I'd like to say hello to my kids. Uh, I, 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 I tried to name them all on, on the air, but course i got cut off uh, I, I do have over 150 children we've uh, got we've got the time i mean right, it's well, just a uh, podcast here well uh hello there uh kids go to bed <laughs> uh don't worry i'll be home soon herbert landry broussard leblanc guillory fontenant boudreau thibodeau richard bro dr evazon jana alana Talon, uh, uh, Ramba Rall, Asnable, uh, Yasop, uh, Smoker, Caesar, Bert, Kurt, Billy, Emily, Emily Two, Richard Cream Jr., and uh, you know, I feel like uh, I better end there. Don't worry, not leave, leave people wanting more. I think that's classic naming yeah. strategy. And to well, the other 124 kids who didn't get mentioned, I'm sure he loves you just as much. Well, I do. It's, it's, it's time for my mud bath, unfortunately, but they all know who I am and they all know where to find me. Also, I, I did drop a, a familiar name. Don't worry, that is pure coincidence. It's not the Richard Cream Jr. that was running oh. for, for president. 
It just happens to be a, a family name. Okay, because that's awesome. a classic political move is to name your kid after your opponent. Yeah. Or yeah. to actually be the secret father of your opponent. Oh, don't oh, yeah. worry. I, yeah. I've gotten around, but uh, rest assured, I've, I've, I've not dipped my toes into the cream family. Well, I think we should probably leave it there. Yeah, that's a good... Uh, all right. So on that note, I want to encourage everyone to get out there, listen to more podcasts on the Illiberal Media Podcast Network. I mean, we got a new great one out today called Potty Shaming from Brenna Spickwick. I think she's got a great tack of each week looking at someone from history who she thinks that we just haven't been hard on enough. So she gets back into old feuds, elections, media topics, and it's just like, this person got off way too easy. All right, she lays out the facts, lays it out, and lets you know where to direct that ire. So that is potty shaming dropping on Mondays on the Illiberal Media Podcast Network. Ryan, what do you got brewing over there? Uh, I do have one of my long-running solo podcasts still going called uh, Tie-In with Ryan, where I try to tie a variety of knots while listening to the music of Slipknot. So sort of a a knot-themed podcast. Now, of course, you can't see the knots, but I will describe them in excruciating detail verbally as I attempt to tie each one. That's Tie-In with Ryan on the Illiberal Media Network. Unlistenable on multiple levels. Thank you, Ryan. So uh, that's it for today. I want to encourage everyone to make sure you're registered to vote. Go to vote411.org or vote.gov. Get registered. Get a plan. Get your voice heard. I want to give a big, big thank you to Alligator Cowboy. As I want to give a big, big thank you to Alligator Cowboy as well as Perry Cactusbush. And I want to tell everyone to stick around. We're going to have more great candidates, more great interviews. Stick around. Have a good night. I am Francis Ford Coppola. I'm Ryan Pfefferman. Good night. Yeehaw. Part of the Illiberal Media Network.